You're listening to Staying in the Game, a Plum Dragon Herbs podcast where we have conversations about mindset and techniques for staying at the top of your game. Hi, welcome to the show today. We've got Dr. Rahi with us. Dr. Rahi is an integrative aesthetics and anti-aging MD in LA and New York City, whose clinics have a remarkable reputation in cosmetic rejuvenation and inner health. Dr. Rahi prefers to have a holistic and integrative approach when treating her patients. She doesn't just want to make them look better on the outside, but she works at resolving issues that result in long-lasting optimal health. Her treatment techniques involve much more than just medicine, nutritional food maps, tips, and exercises for stress reduction, sleep therapy, hormone replacement therapy, and supplements are just some of the ways that Dr. Rahi offers care for her patients. And if you would like to add anything else to that, I'd love for you to share that with your, with our listeners and viewers. Or if you want, you can um, go ahead and explain how you got into integrative medicine as an MD. Um, yeah, that introduction was great, actually. So thank you. Uh-huh. I became a medical doctor. I graduated medical school in 2010 and started residency the same year. And uh, in residency, I did my residency in internal medicine. And I would notice a lot of times that a lot of the patients I would see chronically in clinic were overall not getting better. Mm -hmm. um, A lot of what I was doing was sort of holding them sort of over the, like over from falling over the edge. Um, But we would just sort of the treatments that I was providing weren't really tackling the root of the problem and trying to reverse disease. It was focused on maintaining the patient's condition. And I, I had a problem with that. I felt that it was really important to focus on prevention and how to live optimally. Mm-hmm. And although there is definitely a role in society for that specific type of medicine, the traditional way. Um, There also needs to be a focus on prevention and maintaining your health and maintaining your vitality as long as you can um, and working together with your doctor to create a plan for yourself. Um, And I initially, when I was being trained, I found that that was lacking and it was, problematic to me because I wanted intuitively, I wanted to be healthy and I wanted that for my patients too. And so I started exploring different ways to practice medicine and I came across integrative medicine and um, I did a fellowship in the program to the university of Arizona. Wow. Yeah. It was great. Wow. Your patients are so lucky to have that background. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. That's amazing because you don't, get that full breadth of a, you know, integrative approach from many doctors and stuff. So that's really incredible. Actually, I feel that integrative medicine and preventative medicine um, is growing, um, but definitely there's still a lot of room for it to grow in our modern society. Um, But I I, I think it's growing rapidly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. 
Well, um, and I, I would love to talk to you about one facet that interests you in your business is on anti-aging. And so let's talk about that for a minute. And, you know, we've got, um, our customers are interested in optimal health and, you know, they try some of our products that are geared toward joint health. Our D.Jow is great for like bone health recovery and stuff. And so with that in mind, like, let's speak to the, um, other ways that we can improve and our longevity overall. So focusing on diet is super important. Um, there's a few things that we should focus on diet, sleep, and, um, lifestyle and exercise. Mm -hmm. So, uh, these are all important and, and there are other aspects too, but, um, they can all tie into each other. But ensuring that you are following a plant-based diet is important. Um, Ensuring that you get enough sleep, and that's different for everybody. Um, You have to at least try to get six to eight hours of sleep per night, but um, you really have to figure out your sleep pattern and ensuring a good sleep hygiene is uh, key. Um, And lifestyle and exercise, you know, ensuring that you get enough exercise in per week and um, overall living a healthy, clean lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you sort of manifest that from the inside you create that from the inside, it'll exude on the outside. Yeah. So you talked about eating a plant-based diet. What are some of like the key antioxidants that you're trying to consume through foods, would you say? Or like what, what foods are good sources of those antioxidants? What ingredients should people try to incorporate? Uh, lots of greens. The phytonutrients in greens is essential. Um, and I also think getting enough magnesium. And again, eating lots of greens, lots of veggies. Um, that's important, but also supplementing with magnesium just because most of our foods are deficient in magnesium. Um, Can I interrupt for a second? I've heard that magnesium is really good for stress reduction and sleep. Have you seen a correlation with that? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Ensuring that you get adequate levels of magnesium on your, in your body on a daily basis is important for all cells of your body to function. Mm -hmm. And most of us are deficient in in magnesium. And so, uh, ensuring that you replace the right type of magnesium and also the right amount per day is important to help you with your sleep, anxiety, uh, ensuring that your body metabolizes well. Yeah. Which type of magnesium do you recommend? Like, are you talking about supplementing or can you get it from a food source? Uh, I definitely, recommend trying to get it from a food source, but also supplementing. Okay. Okay. Is it like a, some kind of a collated magnesium or what, what do you recommend? Like, cause I know there are different types. I like doing a combination of magnesium citrate and magnesium glycinate. Mm-hmm. Um, the citrate is going to help you with your bowel function as well. Mm-hmm. And the glycinate going to help you with brain function because of the better absorption 
of the magnesium. So um, they're absorbed at different um, levels based on uh, the form that they come in. Mm-hmm. So uh, doing two, uh, and sometimes you can get them as a dual magnesium. I, I take two separate, one during the day and one at night. Because also um, the anything that can affect the brain more will help uh, you relax so you could sleep better. Mm-hmm. So it's nice those ones at night, the glycemate yeah. form at night. Okay. And, um, the citrumate form, you could take it during the day because it'll help move your bowels a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what about, I, I know like I'm thinking of our topical products, they have turmeric and like capsaicin and some of, in some of our formulas. Do you, and, and that's kind of, you know, a hot item right now. Um, it's like turmeric supplements and stuff like that. What do you recommend as far as that goes? I love turmeric. Um, I always take it as an oral supplement. Mm-hmm. So take it in your food as a spice. Mm-hmm. And you can also use it topically. And you, you can use it as um, for decreasing inflammation. Mm-hmm. So put it on topically. Um, that will really help decrease inflammation in that area of wherever you rub the product into your skin. Um, and you can also use it on your face and neck for beauty purposes too, mm. as a face mask, a turmeric face mask. Okay. Ooh, yeah. I'd love to get a recipe if you have one. Cause you know, we, um, we sell whole herbs of, you know, the ground turmeric as well and stuff would be, you do? yeah. So do you, do you make your own or do you have your, you probably have specific products that you like? Uh, no, I've never made my own turmeric face mask. I bought one on a trip to Thailand and I also have a turmeric body scrub. Okay. Yeah. But, um, I bet it's pretty easy to make. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'd be fascinating to try that. What drinks do you recommend? I mean, obviously I'm going to guess water is the the key uh, drink we should be consuming, but are there any other drinks that you regularly consume? I definitely drink coffee. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love the taste and it does have lots of health benefits for gut health. Okay. Caffeine and uh, liver protection, uh, not caffeine, coffee, sorry. Um, And liver protection. Uh, um, But I try not to drink too much, maybe one cup a day. Okay. I don't don't want to be over caffeinated. Mm -hmm. Um, I started doing celery juice in the morning on an empty stomach. Mm. I've been listening to some of the medical medium books and, you know, trying to fit that into my practice. Okay. That's Uh, really interesting. Yeah. What about any of the um, green teas or other herbal teas? Definitely. I think it's important to drink at least three cups of green tea a day. um, And then try to incorporate, if you're drinking the coffee, you could also make it a mushroom coffee to get the benefits of the mushrooms. Oh, what mushroom like? Cordyceps, or do you have a particular one? Not cordyceps, probably. Reishi, cordyceps, lime. Depends on, you know, um, what you're trying to get out of the mushroom that day. Mm -hmm. Lime is good for brain health. Cordyceps is good for energy. Uh, Reishi is good as an antioxidant. Uh, You can also get, um, there's different companies that sell them, but um, sort of 
a mixture of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So um, you can get sort of a little bit of each. Yeah. Yeah. Mushrooms are a big powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you also mentioned some lifestyle changes. You mentioned sleep. And then what about exercise? How does, how does exercise do for, like play into anti-aging? Does it, does it do anything for anti-aging? <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to keep your organs vital and young. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to keep your muscles healthy and toned. Uh, it's, you know, exercise is also good for brain health. It's good for your lungs. Uh, it, it helps protect your body. And so, um, it's definitely an important part of anti-aging. You can't consider, um, anti-aging without ensuring that you get good amounts of exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, So I know like some of us, you know, may have heard, oh, you need to decrease exercise as you get older, you can hurt yourself. You know, that's probably, I mean, you probably have to still be wise, but, um, as you age, you need exercise just as much as when you're young, if not more. So to keep your joints. If you uh, have been exercising your whole life, then you should be good. Um, If you're starting exercise at a later age, then I think it could be, you know, you'd have to ensure that you know the right techniques not to hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely having a trainer is a great idea. Um, if, you know, getting a trainer is not within your budget, then uh, consider some of the online videos that have really great trainers on and try to emulate their movements. But, you know, protecting your lower back, protecting your spine is super important when you engage in any type of exercise. Uh, and yoga is good for any age at any ability. You can do yoga sitting in a chair, you could do yoga down, you could do yoga standing up. Um, And, you know, you have to go at your own pace and be gentle with your body. But um, incorporating exercise is essential to vitality and anti-aging. Okay. Now let's talk about on the flip side for a second. What are some of the things that exacerbate aging? Some of the things that exacerbate aging, poor diet, uh, smoking, uh, sedentary lifestyle, mm-hmm. so a diet that is highly processed, uh, and does not include lots of fresh, you know, vegetables and fruits. Um, so those are some things, uh, you know, not getting enough sleep, not getting enough vitamin D. And that's also a supplement that's super essential that we, uh, all replace within our bodies because most of us are deficient, just like magnesium. Mm-hmm. But with vitamin D, you got to be careful not to overdose it because there is an upper limit where if you go beyond that, you can cause problems in the body. So uh, checking your levels is important to see what dosing you should be on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, let's see when somebody comes to you and says, you know, how do I stay younger at 40 or 50 or 60? You know, do you, 
just kind of lay out like these are some of the things that you need to be doing that we've talked about. Is there anything else that you would add? Like maybe are you using sunscreen every day or things like that? Um, definitely use sunscreen on your face and neck every day. That's important. Um, but I do like getting sun on other parts of the body because I think getting that sun exposure is so important. Mm-hmm. So we can't cover ourselves up a hundred percent because our, our body needs the sun for the vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know how important vitamin D is for many different functions in the body, including brain health, bone health. Um, but I would recommend one of the top things I always recommend for both inner and outer health is balancing your hormones. And as we age, inevitably, we will all have our hormones imbalanced and um, our hormone levels will slowly decrease. And some of these hormones are nice to replace because it'll help us feel younger and um, healthier and more vital with more energy, um, better brain function. So getting our hormone levels checked and ensuring that our hormones are optimized is a key part of any anti-aging program. Mm, Okay. Do you, um, recommend like synthetic hormone replacement or bioidentical? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What are some of the harms? Um, what are some of the harmful effects of the very like commonly, you know, prescribed synthetic hormones? Well, if dosed appropriately for your body and your current levels, then you shouldn't be experiencing any adverse effects. But if you're overdosed or improperly dosed, that's when you can start, you know, seeing adverse results. But that goes with anything. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Overall, hormones are really great in helping you feel more vital and rejuvenated. Um, but really, like adverse effects only occur if you're not dosed appropriately. Okay, and that yeah. was that was me asking about the synthetic. But now, tell us about the bio. Um, t- what did you call oh, it? Synthetic? Yeah, I know there's um, a little bit of a glitch. Sorry. <laughs> so. I just don't recommend synthetic hormones at all. Um, I think that there's studies that show that, you know, it can increase risk of certain types of diseases, including cancers. Um, so I would avoid using synthetic hormones, but, um, again, this is something that you should talk to your doctor about and, um, also understand what, you know, there are, what they're asking for you and what your levels are at, but I only prescribe bioidentical. Okay. And what kind of testing do you need done? Is it to find out what type of blood work Um, and symptom analysis, um, a combination of the blood work, symptom analysis and physical exam will allow me to determine if, someone, you know, is in need of hormone replacement therapy. Okay. Now, is that something that a lot of clinics around the country do or is? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so let's see. Um, I want to just kind of find out like what, 
What has been some of like the most satisfying aspects of your job? Being able to create a positive change in someone's life is amazing. Mm -hmm. The feeling creating a connection with someone and knowing that I'm there to help them is, is a great feeling. Uh, I also am really excited that I'm doing a lot of procedures that allow minimally invasive options for um, aesthetic rejuvenation and it allows people to feel better about themselves without having to undergo surgery. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's fantastic. That's really cool. What, Mm -hmm. um, are there any like examples of people that you've helped that you can share, um, maybe with like overall lifestyle where they've seen some drastic improvements just by following some of the counsel you've given them? Uh, yeah, I've been able to help lower cholesterol levels. I've been able to help um, improve blood pressure, improve weight. So all of these things um, I've been able to do with an integrative approach. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's amazing that I was able to do it without having and, – and, again, everybody is different, and you can't – this – this approach might not necessarily apply to every single person. And um, you definitely need to see your practitioner before, you know, considering making any changes, including changing medications or coming off a medication or going on medication. So this is just my experience. um, And every patient is an individual and I look at every patient individually and um, you have to decide if um, you know, how, how, how I'm going to potentially do a lifestyle alteration for a patient and that will help their cholesterol or their blood pressure. Um, and it really can. Um, but again, everyone's an individual. So, um, it goes by, uh, individual by individual basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what, what would you say is kind of like the most common, um, issues like you, you na- named quite a few, like, um, adverse habits that people have? What's the most common, you know, bad habit that people have that leads to them coming to you? <laughs> Diet, I'd say. Diet, okay. Diet is very tricky because um, it's hard for people to understand what is a healthy, clean diet, and it's hard to make the changes. Yeah, yeah. And so um, if people aren't willing to make those changes, is there anything that they can take to help kind of reverse the damage of those changes? Any supplements? There are a lot of supplements that you can take that help with anti-aging, that help with um, reversing some damage. But again, it's on an individual by individual basis, but one really good supplement that can help pretty much anyone is glutathione. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the most powerful antioxidant in the body and giving it intravenous or taking it orally, but intravenous is uh, a lot more effective will help detoxify the body, including the lungs and the liver, um, which can help reverse some of the damage of the unhealthy lifestyle. 
but you also have to actually have changed the lifestyle for that to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The same path without making any lifestyle changes and doing additional things to sort of boost your um, vitality. It's not really going to work. You have to change the lifestyle and then do the additional things to help boost yourself to get you to the level where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you talked about how it is hard to get people to change like their ingrained habits and um, food choices and stuff like that. Do you find yourself in the role of counselor trying to help people understand how they can make these changes or? um, Yes. Yeah. And actually my approach to making changes is very slow. I believe that in order to make significant change, you can't overwhelm yourself with multiple different things. Mm -hmm. So, Slowly um, making a change, like maybe one or two things at a time, um, will allow you to make more long-lasting changes, in my opinion, for most people, um, because you're not trying to overwhelm your system by making all these significant changes at the same time. And so that's my approach. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, what do you see coming on the horizon and in, in, that's new as far as anti-aging medicine goes? I do a lot of different procedures that help stimulate collagen. Mm. So definitely focusing on collagen stimulation will help a lot of the facial and neck procedures improve. Um, your results are more natural looking and um, you end up using less uh, things like filler and, and neurotoxin. Um, so definitely collagen stimulation and then also incorporating uh, more supplements uh, and detoxification programs uh, so that you're able to create a healthy inside mm-hmm. with itself on the outside. Okay. So one other thing I think of when I hear the word detox is some of these like detox diets, maybe like a three day diet or you drinking like even stuff like celery juice, like you mentioned earlier, do do those work? Mm -hmm. Do you think? Yes, absolutely. I believe that we should detox ourselves at least four times a year. Um, But you can start with one and see how your body responds. It gets easier as you continue doing them. Uh, my first time doing a detox was rough. Um, and actually I'm starting my third t- set time today. I'm doing the prolon fast, mm. which is a five day fast that mimics a water fast. And, um, I find that it helps with kind of resetting my body. And it's important that we sort of reset our bodies a few times a year so we can, you know, um, help detoxify, give the body enough time to regenerate and um, clean up, sort of clean up um, and, you know, back to our regular, hopefully plant-based life lifestyle and eating patterns. Okay. So I assume you must follow like a pretty strict protocol when you do those kind of five-day fasts. Are there certain foods you do allow yourselves or like teas or anything to maintain energy? So the fast I do is a prepackaged fast that comes with the the ingredients that you can consume over the next five days, which include herbal teas and any item of food, which are nuts really. 
um, that can keep your body in ketosis for five days. So you, you're trying to put your body in a ketotic state where um, you're really able to burn that fat and your body then goes into a process called autophagy where you're regenerating and basically cleaning up the mm-hmm. cells. Um, so you're really able to like reset your body and it's really important for, um, us to start considering more fasting in our lifestyles, whether it's intermittent fasting or longer fasts, um, like what I'm going to start for myself today. Um, I do both. I try to do an intermittent fast almost every day. Um, but I'll cut out a few days here and there, especially on the weekends. Um, and I think considering any type of fasting um, is really important for uh, our bodies to regenerate. Yeah. Okay. So I've, yeah, myself too, I've enjoyed doing the daily intermittent fasting. Um, And so you do recommend that. Do you ever recommend taking a break from that? Yeah, uh, that would be nice for your body. And, um, also your mind, mm-hmm. uh, like if you're going to go on vacation, it might not be reasonable to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might, that might be a good time where you want to consider taking a break from it. Um, you might just want to put aside a week every, you know, two or three months to take a break. But, um, I find that I like it and it helps gives me, give me energy. Mm-hmm. So I try to do it maybe six times a week, six to seven days a week, depending on the week and your body, it becomes habitual too. So you might not necessarily want to be eating at times where you weren't eating during your fasts. Yeah. Okay. And then also, um, I, I'd like to ask you about probiotics cause you've mentioned gut health. I there's, you know, been some people that say, you can take probiotics for two or three weeks, but then your body needs a break from them or you're not really doing any good. What do you think about probiotics in general? I think having a good gut sort of flora uh, balance is super important for total body health. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ensuring that you get your probiotics, not just from oral probiotics, uh, pills, but also getting it in from other sources such as uh, kimchi or pickles is an important way to maintain your gut health. Um, minimizing your exposure to antibiotics unless absolutely needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have worked in the past in an urgent care and people are so, people want antibiotics as soon as they hear a little sniffle, um, they just want antibiotic and I would try to encourage them not to take antibiotics unless absolutely necessary unless it's absolutely a bacterial infection but a a lot of times people just want to be on antibiotics as soon as they feel a tiny bit ill so ensuring that you take antibiotics only when absolutely necessary and um, where you have a known bacterial infection um, after consulting with your doctor and um, but probiotics can be tricky. Um, finding the one that's right for you. Um, sometimes people need more than one probiotic strain. So, uh, following with an integrative practitioner and figuring out if you need to be on a probiotic and Mm -hmm. 
excitement for how long is important. And again, there's other testing that you could do. There's gut testing, stool testing. Uh, some of these may be useful in helping you determine if you um, if you need uh, if you need to be on a probiotic and what type. That might also be good uh, a good tool for helping you figure that out. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to um, some of the things that I asked you about in the beginning about how you got into integrative medicine. Um, so what were some of the concerns that you had with just regular uh, Western medicine not and, and not taking an integrative approach? And, and, and I'm sure you still see a lot of that today, but what do you wish that you could change in medicine in general? Um, I would say the, there's lots that I would like, but, um, I think just really trying to focus on the patient as a whole is super important and taking everything into consideration and trying to, um, use not just, um, pharmaceuticals, but also a combination of lifestyle, diet, um, even taking into account the spiritual aspect of the patient and bringing that all together and trying to treat the patient with all of those tools. And, um, but I think that's what integrative medicine is doing. So I think that this is what integrative medicine is doing. And hopefully one day it just becomes just the standard of care for all uh, all people receiving healthcare. Yeah. Did you have any personal experiences yourself growing up where you had either a good experience or a bad experience with medicine that led you toward integrative? Growing up, I guess, um, I grew up in Canada and, um, the one thing I really like about the Canadian system is that everyone gets healthcare. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess creating more of a warm environment is, is nice when you enter a doctor's office and some of, you know, whether as a doctor myself or as a patient, I've experienced more of the um, sterile doctor, doctory environments that kind of feel cold. Um, but being able to create a, a more warm environment is, is sort of my approach to, um, my practice. Um, but yeah, overall growing up, I didn't have too much exposure to the healthcare other than the doctor's visits I would go to. Um, but really getting into, uh, medicine as a provider made me see all the different ways and me wanting to create something warm and comfortable for the patient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's so great. And um, so you've just opened up a new clinic in New York. I have, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. And um, are you going to expand outside of Beverly Hills and in New York City, or do you think, in the future? I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right now, I am happy with the two. And... Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Well, if people who are in not in either of those cities want to get in touch with you and find out like some of the tips that you can offer them, what are the best ways that people can reach you? They can follow me on Instagram. It's at doctor, but doctor spelled out. It's D-O-C-T-O-R Rahi, R-A-H-I-M-D. Or they can come into the office for a consultation, mm-hmm. which is Hills or New York. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Excellent. And I just want to give you a moment. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners and viewers? Um, not really. Just follow a plant-based diet. Make sure you get lots of vitamin D, get lots of sleep and ensure good sleep hygiene and yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. One here, one more thing I, I'd like to ask is what are some of the thoughts that we can tell ourselves to feel and look beautiful on the inside and out? Positive affirmations. Yeah. <laughs> I am beautiful mm-hmm. and I am healthy and um, I can do this. Yeah. Okay. And that is, I mean, it is just as simple as that, isn't it? I mean, some people, you know, if they just get discouraged thinking, I can't do this, or I look so ugly or things like that, it really does affect how they manifest on the outside. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you coming on our show. It's been great having you. And I know you're super busy, so I'm really grateful that we were able to find a time to catch you. Thank you so much for having me. Looking forward to seeing the episode. Okay, great. All right, well, you take care and have a good rest of your day. Bye. Bye. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to visit us at plumdragonherbs.com. We will post show notes and ways to connect with our guests. You can also help us share the tools of the Staying in the Game podcast with those you care about by subscribing to our show and leaving us a comment wherever you like to listen. Until next time.